Did you guys ever have the cow things? Yeah, the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I tried to explain that to someone. They're like, <laughs> did you go? You just did this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can see where they've never heard of this. They were like, very I'm like, you never heard of like the cows in a can. <laughs> Welcome back to the NYC Godcast. So the past few weeks, we've been talking about disappointment. We've talked about how to handle major disappointments in our lives. We've talked about how to deal when others disappoint us. That was you, right? Oh, I disappoint others. <laughs> that was her. When others disappoint us. That's still her. <laughs> um, but we've also learned how to discern what disappointment means. And today, I want to talk about how we should identify and handle if we disappoint others. Mm. Yeah. So, obviously. It still hurt. I think I just need to leave. <laughs> well, obviously, I don't know if everyone here, I would assume, that we're all human. Sometimes. You're human? I'm? Hmm. After your, really after your mouth thing last week, I'm not so sure you're very human. That was her eyes. And the and the intro was her mouth. Oh yeah, it makes the noise <laughs> of yeah. your eyes. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now I get it. I get it. But I'm sure that all of us at some time in life have disappointed somebody. Maybe once. Maybe once or twice. Whether it be your mom because you didn't do the thing that you she asked you to do, you know, a thousand times, and then you sat down and forgot about it and didn't eat your chicken. Didn't listen. That's that never a whole, happened to Jamie. That, no, I did. I did do that once, and my mom said there was a place for liars. <laughs> they take their thing. nuggets very seriously. It was, it was a whole thing. I told her I finished them, and I didn't. And yeah, the lessons at eight years old, you know. <laughs> or you know, you're at your job, and you make a mistake. Like I, I think that I don't know if you're like this. I, I don't know. Maybe you are too. But like, as soon as I make a mistake, I'm very like. Oh no, like everything, everyone hates me. Everyone yeah. thinks I did, yeah. like you're instantly just skyrocketed. Yeah. Or, you know, you're, you know, your teacher's kind of upset with you because you didn't get a good grade because they knew that you could get a good grade, but you didn't. Um, but it doesn't matter how it works out. We all disappoint somebody in our lives. And there's plenty of ways to disappoint people. Like Lots it's of not, opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities <laughs> out there. However, how are we supposed to identify when we're wrong or if we're not? And how do we proceed in that? Uh, well, first, we need to drop the pridefulness. Ooh. And that one's really hard for me because um, I'm a very naturally very, I think everyone is, but I'm a very naturally prideful human being. I'm the first, my first instinct is to kick back and be like, I'm justified in this. Mm-hmm. Like, if Rachel was to come to me and say, you know, you played that key wrong, you know, that I'd be like, well, it's because you guys didn't give me the chords. I didn't know. Uh, how was I supposed to know? You know what I mean? So like that was my, that's my instant reaction mm-hmm. as a human to want to fight back and be like, I'm justified in this. Um, but um, if you hear somebody saying something to you that they're disappointed you or you don't hear, you actually don't hear it from the horse's mouth. You actually like you hear from other people. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this person said that they're upset with you about this thing. You need to figure out if you're actually wrong in the situation or not. Um, the situation will not be figured out, though, if you have a prideful heart. Um, you may be correct in the situation, or you may be wrong. Either way, you need to remove the pride in your heart so that you can truly see if you need to change or not. Um, I think you, you, that 
Yeah. I, um, like, it's very unfortunate that I think you hit the nail on the head because we all disappoint. Yes. Or maybe better stated, we all make mistakes. Yes. But there are a lot of people, especially in church, mm-hmm. especially in ministry, there are a lot of people who, according to them, do not. Yes, <laughs> yes. And so this is the question for all of us. Unanimously, 100%, mm-hmm. if you are a Christian, this should be uh, step one. You should know you do make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You do disappoint. But step yep. two should be evaluate mm-hmm. and see if you are or if you aren't. Yes. And what I mean by that is if someone comes to you, it shouldn't be that knee-jerk reaction, I'm not, or that knee-jerk finding an excuse, or that mm-hmm. knee-jerk, well, it's someone else's fault, that yep. reflection. Yep. That is pride. Yes. That is a lack of humility. That is not of God. That mm-hmm. is not of Jesus. That is anti-Christ. Yep. And so if you have that, if your natural instincts, when someone says that key is wrong, mm-hmm. or you should have been this, or you should have done that, or you shouldn't be doing this, if you instinctively put up your defensive mechanism or yep. your walls, that is the opposite of humility. Yep. Yeah. This is a big, uh, Rachel can tell you, like, you guys, if you guys come to my church, uh, you know this. Mm. Welcome. I do I do uh, this? But you know this is, one, this is one of my biggest, like, burrows under my collars is, is pride in the church because yeah. it's so against the Bible. Yeah. It's so against Jesus. Mm-hmm. And yet I see it in everyone's lives. Yeah. I see it in my life. You yeah. already said it's in your life. I'm just assuming. Maybe. Prideful human being. <laughs> but we all do that. And so I think really the kicker of this, this lesson that you're going into mm-hmm. is don't react. Yes. Pause and evaluate. Yes. This may be true. This may be legitimate. This yeah. I could have actually w- look at yourself before mm-hmm. you you know instinctively start to react. I just again in church and in ministry like this is just so prevalent. Yes. Everyone is just instantly pointing fingers or putting mm-hmm. up guards or blaming someone else yep. or reflecting, and that is not how Jesus was. Well, I've also in noticed- fact Jesus even said he <laughs> they uh, they accused him, and what did they say? He opened not his mouth. Yeah. Was Jesus justified? Yeah. Yes. Did he have a right to defend himself? Yes. Was he the only person who has justifiable pride as in he had no flaws? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And he still did not say, you didn't give me the cords. Yes. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he still didn't say, he still didn't defend himself. He yes. remained silent and took the criticism on the chin. Where is that God in the church house? Yes. I digress. You digress Do now? You. For now. <laughs> I was going to say, in a few minutes. I don't even have my watch. I forgot my watch today, guys. Oh, oh no. that's the worst. I don't even know what time it is. But you remember the cow can. <laughs> I remember the cow can. Um, but no, that and I've noticed in I, in my life and other people's lives, um, I think that's where, um, like pridefulness of not wanting to disappoint people or just trying to not have to justify your own self is where kind of clicks become a thing, because it's very easy to be like, oh, well, this person understands my point right. of view, mm-hmm. so I can go to this person right. and be like, oh, this person has no idea right. what in the world's going on, whereas that person has another person. You right. know what I mean? So that's where that's it clicks. That's unhealthy. Yes, that's where, I think that's where more of even just like personality-based things, yeah. It's that's where clicks form because you don't want to, um, you want to be able to go to somebody and vent to somebody that's going to tell you right. what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing is that... Um, Again, this is universal. So I was thinking mm-hmm. about Juliet. She's only four. Mm-hmm. And you guys both spend a lot of time with her. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you see this too. She's only four. And like, this is already in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. this is, this comes built in. And so that's what, again, I reiterate. If you think you don't have this, you mm-hmm. probably have this more than anybody. Yeah. This is built in. This is something that Jesus has to overcome in your life. There are different times. She doesn't do it all the time, but I can think mm-hmm. of, you know, when Juliet does something and, you know, me or Jenny will call her out and she'll be like, yeah, but you. Yeah. Have you ever heard your kids mm-hmm. say those yep. words? Yep. Yeah. And again, that is the but same they. thing. But yeah. they, but yep. it's, di- it's, it's deflecting. 
deflecting? Yeah, is that deflecting. What I, mean? deflecting. I don't know why that sounded funny. Deflecting. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pelting away yeah. what that what's coming at mm-hmm. you, and and again, we have to own it yeah. like that. I just. You don't have to teach a child how to be selfish. No. no. They are and that's already. what this comes down to is selfishness, self-centeredness, self-adoration, yeah. uh, you know. And I think that's the reason why, like, pride, and actually, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because Vic, we're skipping it. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good. But Proverbs 16, um, 18 through 19 said, Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Bef- better it is to be an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the soil with the proud. Pride... In because it pride is the source of all of that. Like there isn't a time when you are in a disappointing situation because if you don't have pride in the situation, you can look at this and be like, oh, yeah, I was wrong in here. Or you could be like, I'm not wrong, but I need to be go to them humbly about the situation Mm -hmm. because pride can go either way. Even if you are right, you could be dead set right in whatever you did. And they could just be angry because it was not it was against what they thought. Mm But if you go to them with the prideful spirit, it's not going to fix anything. Right. You can go to them and be like, hey, I understand that you're upset about this, mm-hmm. but this is the reason why we do this, and this is the reason why um, I felt God needed yeah. me to do this. But if you're going up there and being like, well, you're wrong, da 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 it's not going to fix yeah. anything. That that proverb is so, like that's a really really well known proverb, but it's so black and white. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I think you could bring Kari in, and she yeah. would. She's she's our littlest one. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. ours, yours. Um, she's <laughs> the collective. littlest one. Yeah, they really are. Uh, they're like Happy Meal toys. Yeah. You just um, I've got three so far. <laughs> <laughs> got to catch them all. No, that's totally something different. That's, that's Pokemon, um, <laughs> but, there's like three hundred and seventy-five. Yeah, no, never, never mind. <laughs> um, but but what were we even talking? Oh, Kari, <laughs> she could wow. understand this proverb. Yes, pride makes you fall. Yes, this is the thing though. This is again my perspective being in in church and ministry my whole life. Do you know who would amen this proverb the hardest? The prideful. <laughs> the prideful people. And I've seen it. Yeah. You come up to them and you're like, brother, sister, pride comes before the fall. And they're like, it sure amen. does. And yeah. they fall around and they turn around and fall. Oh. Yeah, and it's like, ugh. And again, but that's the thing. What is the problem? We're not evaluating ourselves. Yep. We're not humbling ourselves. Yep. We are not coming to the place where we could even conceive yep. that we did anything, that we have any faults, that we have any failures, that we dropped the ball. We can't conceive that. Yep. And that makes I don't mean this in any disrespectful way, but that almost makes the Bible unappetite, un- yeah. unedible. Like un- mm-hmm. I, that's not what I mean. It, un unuseful, like yes. unusable. Like the the Bible will have no effect on your life mm-hmm. if you are prideful yep. because you're thinking you don't need anything there. It yep. may be the Bible will become nothing more than a pat on the back, a motivational word, Mm -hmm. a encouraging word. That is all the Bible will be to you unless you put down the pride. Because the Bible is full of verses that say you can do nothing and you are made of the dirt of the ground and you have a deceitful heart and you have a wicked heart. The Bible is full of that. But if you're prideful, none of that will, you'll think that doesn't apply to you. Well, the thing is, is we're really good at disguising or calling pride something else. Yes. So for like, you know, 20 Seven years of my life. She uh, had to figure out how old she was. She's like, oh, that hurt uh, over here. Do you not see why I just say a thousand at this yeah, point? Yeah, I guess so. But I live most of my life. I can't stand people being disappointed in me yes. or upsetting people. So, but like, it's easy to be like, I'm not prideful. I just don't want you to be upset with me. You don't want to <laughs> like, like, I don't want you to look badly at me. Yeah, yeah. like, but yeah. that's still, you're, I'm thinking about 
me. It was yeah. thinking about, so that's still just as much of pride. And so yeah. I live so much of my life. But then the thing is, is that like, if I'm pleasing to you mm-hmm. and I jump through hoops for you, mm-hmm. chances are I'm doing the exact opposite of Josh. Your kid, your kid could sit him in the face trying to jump through the hoops yeah. for me. I don't like to turn this conversation. <laughs> this but you'll never, like, it's still pride. Yep. Yeah. No matter how you disguise it. Because I think back then I was always like, I am not prideful. Like, You're I am, looking out for her. Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. all about, because I want yeah. to please them. Right. And like, I'm not prideful. But then God has been, for the past few years been working with me in this and I realized that if I please him and him alone it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks about me and it's so much easier because now I'm not jumping through hoops and then worrying about what you think because like I'm just more than likely they're imaginary hoops that I think you're thinking yes yes but it's what God's actually telling me this Mm -hmm. is what matters and then I align with him Mm -hmm. and I don't have to worry about everything else because it's not you guys looking at me it's not him looking at me that is so 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 good um, I think honestly, like, can you go back up to Proverbs? Because we don't have words in front of us. I mean, it's <laughs> scrolling in your brain, obviously. This is a, you're like, can we? You have to tell the people in your brain to <laughs> scroll back up. Hey, you up there. Go up. Um, <laughs> See, if CJ does not play the first clip, no yeah, they're going to be no they're gonna be as confused as every other episode. Um, so I Canned think cows. Rachel really just put that into maybe terms, maybe better than we even understand. What mm-hmm. is pride? Pride is not this. Thing. Pride is thinking of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thinking of you goes before destruction. Thinking of you goes before yep. a fall. Yep. And so, again, that can be just thinking about what you get for dinner more than thinking about your family. Yep. That can be thinking about what you want to do this weekend more mm-hmm. than that can be thinking about what song you want to hear in the service yep. or thinking about what yep. anytime you are on your mind, that is pride. You're exalting yourself above mm-hmm. where your mind should be. And that's what I think we're lacking. You did make the <laughs> signal. That is not the signal. Okay, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'll know who this quote it is, but the quote that it's not thinking about yourself less, it's, it's thinking, thinking about, less out of yourself. Yes, is yes. that Churchill or is that... I don't know that that's actually a person. I think that's a... No, that's, that's a like quote. a huge famous... Someone yeah. said it was Someone a rock. Someone said there. Yeah, <laughs> it was the like, donkey. <laughs> yeah, say it again. It's not about... It's not thinking about yourself less. It's thinking less of yourself. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's it right there. Because you talk to so many people, and again, they would be like, I am not prideful. Yeah. Okay. No, I this, said that backwards. There's not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking about yourself less. Yes. I said that That's backwards. how I heard it. Yeah, I, I said know. it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so again, how often are you thinking about you? Yeah. How often are you talking about you? There's a lot of conversations, you know, you enter into, and depending on who it is, you know very well you are not going to say anything <laughs> in this conversation. But then there are other, like, like we're close, we talk yeah. a lot. And like, there are a lot of times like, I can be sitting here listening to you guys the whole time thinking about what I'm going to interject into the conversation. Yeah. That is pride. Yes. If the whole time I'm in this conversation to what I can give to this conversation, this yeah. is pride. And so again, if you don't think you're prideful, think about the last conversation you had with someone, your spouse, mm-hmm. your boss, your daughter, your person at church. Think about the last conversation you had. How often did you talk about you, mm-hmm. your life, your hobby, your thoughts, your opinions, and how often did you hear theirs? Yep. That is a good test of pride. Yes. Think about your thought process over the last week. How often were you thinking about you and mm-hmm. what you need to do and how you look to others and how people see you and what yep. makes you feel? How often do you think about you? That is pride. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's um, exactly where like Rachel was going because I struggled with that for a lot of years mm-hmm. too. It's the people pleaser mentality. Mm-hmm. And it does seem, it seems like the lesser of the prides. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if there is like I'm humbly thinking of It seems like it though. You're like, I'm humble. But like, no, the problem with that is, is that you then take other people's opinions more than God's. Mm -hmm. And so I remember a lot of my um, younger teenage years, I would care more about what this person wanted me to do than what God wanted me Mm -hmm. to do. I'm like, well, 
you know, this person's going to be mad if I do this, even though this is what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not right either. And like, that's the problem is you're never going to be able to fulfill, regardless if you're even thinking about your own opinion or someone else's opinion. The only opinion that matters when you're making decisions is God's. Yeah. And honestly, I have found such a freedom mm-hmm. in living that way. Because mm-hmm. instead of like, because like, when you're living for yourself and you're living in that mentality mm-hmm. of pleasing others, the consequences still come back to that was my decision I made. Yeah. But like when you're fully surrendered to him, it was like, hey, that his, was God. That's, like, that's, that's, yeah. that's his problem. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I guess is because I'm, I'm right along with you guys. I think the other thing that has been rather enlightening for me is mm-hmm. that realizing. So we know the verse that says my thoughts are not his thoughts. Yes. My ways Jeremiah, are not his ways. Is it Jeremiah? Yeah, it's Jeremiah. The other Jeremiah. thing you can also turn that around and say. Jamie's thoughts are not his thoughts <laughs> yeah. and Jamie's yeah. ways are not his ways. Yeah. And I don't mean that big yeah. on her, but what I've yeah. come to realize is every person, no matter how godly they mm-hmm. seem, no matter how much I love them, their ways and thoughts are not mm-hmm. like God's. So that means I'm at a fork in the road, like Rachel yeah. said. I either have to please them or I have to please God. I yep. cannot please both because they are not like God. Mm-hmm. That really changes things. That changes things in your marriage. That changes mm-hmm. things in your family. That yep. changes things in your church, in your relationship, in your job. In every human relationship you have, mm-hmm. that changes things. Why? Because if you live to please God, the rest will fall into yep. place. But if you choose to please that person, mm-hmm. God's not going to be pleased, yep. and you're going to be miserable always trying to please them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because and this is the other thing that it's an it's an it's a no win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because God is unchanging. Mm-hmm. We are always changing, right. yep. and so that is exhausting. That is like a mm-hmm. treadmill trying to please somebody. Yes. God gives us rest. Mm-hmm. He is unchanging. If we surrender and give our lives to Him. He is pleased. Yeah. We don't have to run in that rat race. Yeah, yeah, no. And it is. It's a lot when you're trying to, as someone that does, that has done it. It is very, it's because like as soon as you. She just had a twitch when she Because <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as you hit at someone else's, all their boxes, someone else's boxes are not getting hit. Or they make in their new mad. boxes. And they make, like, yeah, I don't even care about those now. Yeah. Or it's like, it, listen, there has been several times that I'm like, oh, well, I have to do this this way because this person said I have to do it this yeah. way. And then I do it this way. And then that person doesn't even care. Yeah. <laughs> or like, why did you do it that way? Yeah, you know, exactly. And that's, that's like even growing up in church, I could name specifics and I won't. Mm-hmm. But even growing up in a church, it is very unhard. It is very difficult mm-hmm. to untrain your mind yeah. to things that really are not in the Bible and don't mm-hmm. and people don't, and the and God doesn't care about. They were yeah. things that were implemented on you mm-hmm. by the church, by those you were raised by. Mm-hmm. It was their boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God could care less. Yeah. God's like, why are you? Doing God's that? like, that's <laughs> weird. That's like, silly. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, none of that's, my other children do that. <laughs> like, good for you. God's like, those special children. Yeah, and all the while, God's like, all I want you to do is be obedient to me. Yeah. I don't yeah. really care about that stuff. And, do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that is really an untraining of the mind. And I think that's when you can deal with disappointment so much easier because if you are not worried about disappointing. I'm not worried about disappointing Rachel. I'm not worried about disappointing you. You're only worried about disappointing God. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like, oh, well, like, not that you're mean or like hateful about it, but like someone comes to you and they're like, well, you did it this way. And you're like, I did. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so, you. So would it be fair to say then the flip side, and this again goes back to yours. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of bleeding the two together. Bleeding. But would it be fair to say the flip flop, the flip flops are also true because they're just I, the best shoe ever. I really uh, want to- Wanted to pull my flip flop out. <laughs> she and has nice ones. Yeah, yeah, she has nice ones. Nice not old navies. Okay. No, no they're Skechers. Really? Yeah. Why would they make flip flops? <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Pregnant ladies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, on the flip side of this, <laughs> should we not be willing to lay down our disappointments from others mm-hmm. because they shouldn't be living to please me? Right. Yeah. Like, is that not fair? And mm-hmm. I know that's what you talked about in your yeah. episode. But just a different way of looking at it. Like a lot of times, you know, I'm like, that person really, I just, I wish they would not do that. Yeah. Well, 
is that are you wanting them to live for, for you, you or for God? Yeah. Like, I, what if yeah. what if if Jamie full blown lives for the Lord and gives her life and just is seeking and growing in God, but she does something that I really don't like and it really mm-hmm. disappoints me, but she's still seeking God fully yeah. with all of her heart. Who in the world am I yeah. to get disappointed right. by yeah. her? Exactly. God can handle this so much better than I can. And again, that is what am I doing? Being prideful. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now I go from the disappointer to the disappointee because yeah. I'm now thinking about myself. Yep. When Jamie's thinking about God. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too, is like I think people step in more than what they are actually allowed. So like I think that if you are in your right, there are times that God is gonna use you to talk to somebody or use you if there's someone that's doing something biblically wrong, going against the Bible, going against God, like they're gonna use you. But like that's not your choice to make. That's God's right. choice to yeah, make. Definitely. And so it's not something that you're like, oh, well, I woke up this morning and um, I'm upset with this. So I'm going to go over here and yell this person because I'm upset with what they're doing. That's something that you wake up and God's like, I really need you to talk to this mm-hmm. person. I know you love them. I know you want them to do the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I really need you to go talk to them. There's a totally, those are two totally different things. And I would say that would almost be the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Like that would mm-hmm. almost be yeah. a rare, like I've been, I've been safe for a little Very while. long time. A little while. Um, a little and I would say like those times are almost, Almost non-existent mm-hmm. compared yeah. to the times when God just yeah. deals with it himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so we get so focused on, I need to go to him and him alone. Yeah. And why I talk like a southern old lady when I say that I don't know. <laughs> but we get so focused on that. And it's like, that may happen once in a lifetime. Right. Yeah. All the other times God's like, yeah, I got this handle back off, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't then like a, like a self-check thing. Like if you're going and you're like, I'm, I'm you. Yeah. But yeah. you're going and you're like, oh, I just... Don't want to. Yeah, almost. like you're nervous. Yeah. You don't want to. Mm-hmm. I can remember the times that like we've talked down here before that yep. I've had to talk to you. Like mm-hmm. I was like in my car. You remember yeah. that conversation? Yeah. You're like, I was, you're probably not going to be my friend anymore. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, a nervous wreck. I was yeah. shaking. Yeah. I was so scared. I was really expecting her to get mad and just mm-hmm. not talk to yeah. me again. Yeah. And so not that I was like, you know, the most best friend holier than thou thing. But like, it's but just that's a the check. reason why. Yeah. Like yeah. it shouldn't, there should be a heart check there right. before you go yeah, into absolutely. it. Yeah. And again, that I think is a humble way of approaching it. You're mm-hmm. not coming like, I want to push this on Jamie. You're yeah. coming, I don't want to do this, but I love her and I care yeah, about her. Right. And so from a place of humility, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's what James says, right? The opposite verse of, I guess, Proverbs yeah. would be uh, that um, humble yourself before the hand of God and he'll lift yeah. you up. Yeah. And so, again, not only does pride bring a fall, mm-hmm. but humility lifts you up. Yes, so exactly. Like, it really is the upside down kingdom. It mm-hmm. is. And I think that's... Um, why we have such a hard time with it, though, in being disappointed. Because I know that, again, everybody deals with either being disappointed or disappointing someone. And the only reason that we have such an issue with it is because ourselves are in the way. We Actually, I was just, um, we did a Sunday school lesson with our kids today, and it was about shining your light. And I know we've talked about this a thousand times because of, you know, um, the shadow kingdom and different things. But I gave them a, uh, a visual. I took a piece of construction paper that was black and a construction piece, a piece of construction paper that was orange. And I put the orange one behind the black. I'm like, what do you see? They're like, the, the black. That's what I see. And so I started tearing off little pieces of the black. And I was like, this is when you don't want to spend time with God, but you want to play your video game. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is, you're taking things you're basically taking yourself out of the equation to have more of him. And then at the end, all you're going to see is the orange piece Mm -hmm. of paper. You're not going to see you. So when you go to people or you have a disappointment, it shouldn't have anything to do with you. Not, you should not be inside of the situation at all, because if you're living through or you're letting God live through you, it's not about you. You're not supposed to be showing at all. You're supposed to be joining him. And so if you're in this situation and you're disappointed, and it's overtaking you. That's not showing Jesus. That's showing you. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's something that we really need to look at is it's not a holier than thou. And I think that's what is wrong with church is that when you have something bad to say about somebody, it makes you look better. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, this person did this. So that's why I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm wholly disappointed in them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like putting that word at the beginning doesn't really make it it holy. I just want to bring that up. Exactly. Like it doesn't, just because you're disappointed in somebody doesn't make you better. Mm -hmm. Right. We're all human. (laughs) So if you are disappointed in this person and you're being a jerk about it, that's not showing any more light than them, whatever they did to make you disappointed. (laughs) Just a, it's a sinful domino. It is. is. So how do we get rid of pridefulness? (sighs) Well, tell us. A baseball bat would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like holy disappointment to me. (laughs) (laughs) How can we truly look at a situation without bias towards ourselves or others? Because there's been several times, and um, this is something that Rachel knows very well, for me, is that a lot of times someone do something to me, I don't care. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna do that to Kaysen? What? What do you mean you could do that to Kaysen? Do you know what I mean? And so, like, if they disappoint me by treating someone else that I know is bad, or some being bad to someone else, it, I'm more apt to like right. make a decision like that. But how do we look at something that's not biased? How do we do that? Honestly, the only person that can take your pride away is God. Mm-hmm. That is literally only thing. And so. Uh, um, when I was looking at uh, ways to get rid of your prideful, it's just having a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. And I know that sounds so cliche, mm-hmm. but it's so but it's, simple. it's so simple. But we have just so lost it. Oh, yeah. We have. Like my favorite quote. I think I've said a hundred times on this, mm-hmm. and I, I say it like literally daily to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Andrew Murray. I do know mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. but His Highness brings our lowness. Yeah. And I live by that. Like I that is that I went that on my tombstone. If I die, someone write that out yep. there. Permanent marker's fine, but if you want to get a chisel, I'd appreciate it. Well, I'm sure it'll be a cardboard tube. Okay, well, the permanent marker's fine. Um, It'll be good. But his highness, seeing God for who he is, Mm -hmm. it results in what? My lowness. And so if I'm high up here, if I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. myself, what's that mean? I've put God at a low position. Yep. And until I look at him at a high position, I do you see what I'm saying? It is literally a seesaw effect. And I don't know. I just think that's so, so, so important. Um... That, that's really the only way to get around what you're talking well, about. Well, and that's the thing is, I think because we live in this, and I, I it's so funny because it is the simple answer. It is, you have to have a relationship with him. I didn't say you just have to pray to him. You have to have a relationship because mm-hmm. there's a difference right. between just praying that, you know, you have your how now, brown, brown cow, brown cow. <laughs> and you have your, your list of things that you have. Prayer is more than just me telling him what I want him to know. Mm-hmm. It's hearing from him mm-hmm. as well. And that can come from prayer. That can come from reading your Bible. And that's actually, we were just telling the teens. We just had our first teens class the other day. And um, we were just telling them that we don't want them to read the Bible because we told them to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. We want them to sit down. What they need to understand is this is a letter to us. Mm-hmm. This is what God wanted us to know. Mm-hmm. And so when you're sitting there and you're reading it, it doesn't matter if you read six chapters, if you didn't get nothing out of it and you're just like, okay, well, I've got to skim these words. It's a letter. You're supposed to be reading it and you're supposed to be praying to him and it's a communication to you. And I think that's where people lack. They're like, okay, well, yeah, I pray every day. Yeah, but do you talk to him or do you pray? Mm-hmm. Do you just say what you want to say? Yeah. And then Are you grocery vote. list praying yes. Yes. or are you your will, your way, your yep. kingdom come, your will be yep. done? Um, I lay my life down to you. Like, are we praying or are we just giving God our needs? List? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's one thing. I actually have a, like in it. I don't know if it's the right way to pray or if it's like I've had kind of like a flip-flop in the way that I pray um 
Old I, Navy flip flops or yes. sketch your pregnant lady flip flops? The, the sketch your pregnant okay. lady flip flops because they're different. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I hear. <laughs> um, so when people pray, it almost makes me cringe for mm. them to say, God, do this. Yeah. So, like, if someone's sick, heal them. So, this is one of those weird moments you're like, do you know what I mean? People pray that way, and I'm just like, ooh, I don't. Well, like, does it like heal them? Well, what if his will is yeah. not to heal them? And I've even found myself not tiptoeing around praying that yeah, way, but yeah, just yeah. like, I don't know you what you want out of yeah. this, God. Like, yeah. your will be done. Yeah. That, I told them I'd pray for them. That is pray for you. Know what yeah. I mean? Like, so typically, what I do is the way that we want it to happen is this, but do what you feel is what you need to do in this situation. Mm. So like, you don't want to get up there and someone says to pray for him. You'd be like, Lord, help them die. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> but like, you don't want to also, I don't want to put a um, request on him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Not even like a request, just like a demand mm-hmm. almost. Like, I don't care to pray for you. And that might be your outcome. Your my, your outcome might be, you might be healed, but I well, don't want to. And thinking of, um, now we're, Talking about something different altogether. Yes. But it's fine. It's We're moving on to here. something else. <laughs> uh, so thinking of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of the song, Even If. Mm-hmm. Um, not a Billy Goat. Um, <laughs> but thinking of that story, what did they say? You know, we this is what we're going to do, but even if you don't, yes. then we still will not bow down. And I th- yes. and, and we read, you know, Job that way, uh, David that way. There are many mm-hmm. people in the Bible who, who speak in such a way. And what they're saying is, God, this would be my... Supplement or supplement supplication. This would be my vitamins. This would be my supplication to you. This would be my request. Yes. But ultimately, if that's not, I mean, that's yeah. what Jesus did, right? Yeah. Jesus said, prayed, "My will be done." And so we know asking God of things is not wrong. Yes, but it's praying in a mindset that says, "I don't want what I want. I want what you want." This yes. would be my request, but ultimately, I want what you want. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's um, again, that's a prideful thing. It is. That, it, it, it is prideful is. to go in there and be like, "Heal them." Right. That's all. Like that's the only yeah. option you have at this point. Yeah, and Heal you them. already have your mind made up that you're going to be upset if he doesn't. Yes. You know what I mean? It's you're not in a humble place. You're in a prideful yeah. place that you know more than God. That is a dangerous place. So to be. when you're praying to him, that whole relationship thing, and he's talking back to you, it shouldn't just be, um, "I'm disappointed in this person. Fix it." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, make sure that they get hit by a stone. Strike them with lightning. <laughs> Strike them with lightning. I want to stand here because it's good side. I'm a little terrified. Like, I want to punch people. I don't want them to get struck by lightning. But um, oh. <laughs> we're all surprised here at this table. <laughs> but like, honestly, that's what where people are lacking in their prayer life is that communication and that open endedness with God. Because again, again, you go through this life of you need to pray, you need to pray, you need to pray. Well, you're praying and you're just requesting, but you're not allowing him to talk back to you. So let's flip the tables again. We're just flip-flopping. Not literally. (laughs) CJ will die. Um. I really thought about it. I had to release that myself. I was like, oh, that's a little too much. So that's great when we're praying about others. Yes. So would you say one of the best ways to get in front of pride and one of the best ways to get in front of disappointing others is to pray that God would show you who you really are? Yes. Lord, Search my heart, mm-hmm. know my ways. Mm-hmm. Show me what it, show me the deception yeah. in my heart. Show me yep. the wickedness in my heart. Show me the depravity in my heart. Show yep. me the places that are not like you. Show me the dark desires. Yep. Show those things to me, God. Yep. Because the more you become acquainted with who you really are biblically and who God says you are biblically, mm-hmm. the more you will not be surprised and the more you'll understand that you are going to disappoint people yep. because of who you really are, but also the more humble you are. You're yep. lowered when when you see yourself in the light that God sees you. Yeah. 
which is a rather disappointing view. Yeah. All of a sudden, you are in a low position, which means he's in a high position. Yes. And all of a sudden, you realize, I have to seek him. Yeah. I have to really come to know him, and I have to desire his will yeah. because I see who I really well, am. Well, then you see how petty your requests are. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you're putting everything into perspective. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And that's, like, our prayer should be earnestly asking God to show if we are wrong. where we And if we are wrong, where we need to change, but also if we're not wrong, how to approach like, because that's the problem, too, is that we can be like, yes, I know that this is exactly what I was supposed to do. But you may not have to approach them or you may have to approach them. Like you have to. That's another thing about God. And this is the reason why Christians don't they don't like this because it's gray. It's not black and white as far as how you handle the situation. You have to be in tune with God mm-hmm. to know how to handle that situation. It's not a well, I know I'm right. I have to just go to them. Sometimes it's, I know I'm right, and I just have to let God do it. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be like, well, that's, like, if they come to you, you have to be like, okay, well, this is the reason why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where people have a problem is it's a relationship. And so when you have a relationship with someone, it's not a, I can't automatically just know that what Rachel wants me to say to somebody. If, like, me and her are talking about something, I'm not just going to automatically be like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to tell Kason to do this because... I, I just feel like telling Kason to do this. But if I go to her and ask her, like, okay, Rachel, how do you want me to handle this situation? There's there's communication there. You can't do that with God. You can't just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to choose what God wants me to do in this situation. You have to make sure that you're doing what God wants. I think wants. a good example of that was last week's uh, podcast when we were mm-hmm. talking about Job. Job's yeah. friends did not heed that advice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they yep. went to him and said, this is what God wants us to tell you. Yep. And God's like, that's not what I said. Yep. And so what should have, what should Job's friends have done. They should have spent time with God. Yes. And then they would have had the right response for Job. But yep. instead they went straight to Job and gave their input. Yep. And it was rather disappointing all the way around. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, overall, I think that like the main point of this is we need to get rid of ourselves in disappointment in general. Doesn't matter if it's someone doing it to you or if it's you doing it to somebody. In all aspects of disappointment, there's selfishness. Yeah. Yep. And we have to make sure that we are out of the picture in order for any of it to be fixed, regardless of if it's something that you have to handle or if it's something that God has to handle. He will not be able to do what he needs to do if you're in the way. Mm-hmm. And that's a great, I think that's a great formula for disappointment. Mm-hmm. How do you get rid of disappointment? You're like, get rid of yourself. <laughs> that's a rather disappointing answer, but yep. that's the truth of it. Good. I mean, yeah, exactly. The less of you that you worry about, the less you'll be disappointed. Yeah. The less you exist, the less you'll be disappointed. Yeah. The less you matter. Well, and that's the thing. I don't really have a formal charge-up challenge. Like I, I just saw that. It was rather disappointing. <laughs> well, you should just get over it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> get rid of yourself. <laughs> but like my, I guess my charge-up challenge to everyone would be when you step into a situation, either you are disappointed or someone else is disappointed in you, make sure that you are, just like you said earlier, taking that moment to step back. Because mm-hmm. that's the problem is humans want to instant. They want instant gratification either side. They either want to answer straight from you or you want to give the answer straight away. And that's usually where it ends up wrong. So in those situations, take that moment, step back, pray about it. And whatever God tells you to do, that's what you need to do. It doesn't matter what you want to do or what the other person wants you to do. You need to uh, take that time with God and make sure that you're doing the correct thing in the situation. Um, You have a person. I know I have a person. I know. Did I Jacob just, give it to you? No, he's actually. The, he's the C.S. Lewis Pinterest. Oh, I yeah. just put in humble quotes. <laughs> I'm really good. <laughs> um, but my considerable quote today is, as long as you are proud, you cannot know God. 
A proud man is always looking down on things and people. And, of course, as long as you're looking down, you cannot see something that is above you. That's C.S. Lewis. That's a nice bow on top of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. So, if you're always looking down at people, you can't see That was embarrassing. So, like, what's, is it a bow up here? I, I know. Yeah. I was like, bow tie. Like, I don't know what. Now she's embarrassed. She's blushing. I'm disappointed. I don't know where to put my bows. She put them on her face. It's fine. Um, today's feature content is Less Like Me by Zach Williams. That's a good one. Yeah. So get rid of you and everything be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us today, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.